0: This show helps you to shift from the illusion that success in one area of your life means failure in another, to the understanding that you truly get to have it all. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode. Today, I'm going to weigh in on whether I believe that higher education is worth it. So we're going to talk about some of the pros and cons to higher education. And the reason that I think this is an important topic is because there is some debate about whether you need it to be successful. And from my humble opinion, I don't think that you need it to be successful. It also depends on what your version of success is and the career that you want to go into. Obviously, as an entrepreneur... You don't need to have any kind of qualifications to start your own business. But what I will say is that just like higher education isn't for everyone, entrepreneurship isn't for everyone too. I remember when it started becoming really popular and everyone was hating on the nine to five. And my mind was just my understanding of people is that we are all so different and that while entrepreneurship is amazing, I love it it's actually not for everyone. Some people really like structure. They like a defined start and end time. They enjoy taking direction and they enjoy kind of like clocking off. Like they can leave their desk, drive home and not stress about the business. Some people really like that. It doesn't mean that they're any less ambitious than someone who decides to be an entrepreneur. It's just really, you have to find what your personality type is and what type of business model and structure Structure you will thrive under. And this really is the importance of having a high level of self-awareness like we touched in last week's episode and really not following trends because it's cool. Oh my gosh. When I would see all these ads, it's like one of my pet peeves when people, and I get it, it's marketing. They're like, you didn't come here just to work a nine to five. Like, what if I enjoy my nine to five and I really love it? I had a great experience in corporate. I just I'm just a very creative person, so I, I felt like I needed to explore other things. But if I didn't have that about me, I would have been so happy in my job. Um Another thing that I like about entrepreneurship is the flexibility. So in my corporate career, I was a manager, so it was kind of expected that I would be in er earlier and a little bit later. And obviously, because I was responsible for the reports, I mean, I'm not going to go home unless the reports are done. And so there's that level of the responsibility. And once you have children as a mother, you know, for me, it was my preference that I wasn't going to be coming home at 7 p.m. That's like what time kids go to bed. But Let's say you don't have kids or let's say that's not a priority or a major concern for you. Well, then a quote unquote regular job could be exactly for you. So let's look at some of the pros and cons of higher education. So... One of the first pros is that obviously it's required for specific specialized careers like a doctor and a lawyer. You need to have that theoretical base. You need to have that practical application. And so there are certain careers that you just cannot get into unless you have a degree. The second one is social recognition now whether we like it or not higher education still holds you know a higher status in some cultures some cultures more than others and it is a legitimate achievement even though you know we like to negate it and say oh you're just getting in so much debt and the data doesn't show you're even earning more money etc at the end of the day it is a legitimate achievement nobody can take the fact away from you that you have this piece of paper that says you completed this rigorous study. Um, So it's kind of like an achievement like building a successful business. So there is some social recognition that comes along with that. Another point is that there is a higher income potential so when it comes to the extreme sides of it, entrepreneurship has the greatest earning potential, but on average, according to a survey published by Forbes in 2021, they found that adults with a bachelor degree earned tw- over twice the amount of those um, without one over their lifetime. So over their lifetime, those with a bachelor degree earned more than double what those uh, did who didn't have a bachelor's degree, and I mean, we could make lots of, you know, assumptions here, like oh, because they were taught to work harder, or it was their networks, or it was. There's lots of things that could be um, included in this, but that is one of the conclusions. Okay, this is probably one of my favorite. Is it's it helps you um, build critical thinking skills. So many college programs have a heavy emphasis on this. So I remember when this became apparent to me when I was doing my first business degree and it was in my business ethics class where I learned different um, business ethics theories. So utilitarianism, rights theory, and justice theory. I was like, whoa. It made me realize that The answer isn't always so clear. And that just helps you to grapple with complex subjects and constructs so that you can see that, wow, it depends on my worldview would be an indicator of how, what I would conclude of this specific scenario. And that for me was someone who always felt like there was a right and wrong answer, like, okay, like two plus two is four. You can't tell me two plus two is five. Like, and that's what it felt like in business ethics. And I remember my professor was probably like, this girl is so impatient because I was like, yeah, but what is the answer? And he's like, what do you think the answer is? I'm like, I just want to know what you think the answer is. And it was so interesting, but it just really helped me to develop these critical thinking skills. And in the world that we're living in now, where there is just, we have so much information at our fingertips and, you know, so much conflict happening in the world that we need to be able to think critically. And I think it's like a lost art. And um, this is something that higher education does focus on teaching you. Another pro is networking. This is absolutely massive. So again, I'm going to um, share my personal experience is that like I got to connect with people from around the world who are studying at my university. And again, when we talk about your network is your network net worth, you know, there is some argument around that. But, you know, when you hang around successful people, you tend to, be successful as well, or you at least aspire to be successful as well. And these international students are usually the children of very successful entrepreneurs and business people at the university that I went to. Some of them were the children of billionaires in China or different countries, right? And that was really cool because I got to have exposure to um, different cultures and make real connections and really learn about different people on in a real way, not like online and what we're so used to now is like everything is so digital. This is like you're sitting next to these people, you're learning about them, you're doing projects with them. And some of my friends that I made in university are still my close friends now. All these years later. So I think that's probably one of the biggest benefits, especially when you are going to a very good school. Okay. So there is a hierarchy in universities. Um, the higher ranked university obviously tends to have higher tuition. Um, it's more prestigious, uh, you know, more people are applying to them, so it's harder to get in. So, what tends to happen is, you know, the high level students are very smart well-connected students. I mean, that sounds bad, but those are the types of students that are there. And so this is a really big pro um, for university. Now, can you get in rooms with with people like that? Absolutely. You can also invest in coaches and mentors and masterminds that take you and, and conferences that take you into rooms like that. But In university, you're literally spending a whole semester with this person. Like, you're really getting to know them. You're, like, you know, sharing gum. You're, like, sharing your lip gloss with them. It's very different than going to, like, a one-weekend workshop or a one-day workshop or, you know, it's just, like, the, the, the connections are much deeper. And then the final pro I have, and obviously there's more, but these are just the ones that came, came to my mind, was that it pushes you out of your comfort zone and builds confidence. So whether you're very academic and you're, you're very, you identify as nerdy and so you're really good with technology and math and all that, well, university is going to push you out of your comfort zone by making you do public speaking, do some advanced writing, data analysis, research, debating, negotiating, things that most of us are not, um, you know, really well versed in all of them. Like for me, I was much better at writing. Um, I could argue my point. I could structure an essay. I crushed it in that. But I was like about to cry and pee my pants when it came to public speaking. So that was something I had to work on. Another one was data analysis. Really didn't enjoy it. Um, and so you have to take classes. You don't just get to choose every single one of your units. Some of them are mandatory depending on what degree you are doing. So for everyone that was doing business degrees, we had to do this one uh, unit called capstones, which is basically, um, they mimicked like a real business environment and you had to make decisions as a business owner. And it was really cool, but it was, very much out of my comfort zone and then plus talking about the multicultural aspect of it you're working with people that you might not necessarily decide to go into business with like they're not necessarily who you would partner with but they're in your team and they're in your group and you have to come up with an assignment together and you have to debate and you have to do all these things so it really pushes you out of your comfort zone and because of that that's how you build your confidence like I said, there are definitely more pros, um, but let's move on to the cons. Okay, I think one of the biggest cons is the cost. Um, so I did a quick search, and in Australia, the average cost of a degree is between twenty and 50000 that's a significant amount of money and then when you look and that's so that's like for a bachelor's degree for a master's degree you're looking at on average between 14,000 and 37,000 per Year, a master's degree is about a year and a half, depending. Can can be more, and then your doctoral degree um, is fourteen thousand again to thirty-seven thousand per year, and again that is between three and five years. Um, so as you can see, it really starts to add up, and these are just averages. So if you go to an I believe school, you would be expecting to. Um, be paying more. So let's look at the Ivy League schools in the US. So there's, let's see, there's Brown, Columbia, Cornell, um, Dartmouth, uh, Harvard, University of Pennsylvania, Princeton, and Yale. And they charge between $76,000 and 85000 per year for a degree, which is crazy. So we're looking at four years for an undergraduate degree. Um, As you can see, it starts getting very expensive Um, and we're just talking tuition. We're not talking all the other expenses that Are related to this because there's university is not just your tuition there's your living expenses there's all these other costs um, that come into it and obviously the opportunity cost of not working at that time or not working at your earning potential at that time because obviously you know if you want to do well in university you're probably not going to also be working full-time although some people do and do like 70 hour weeks and that's just quite taxing Okay, so then the average cost of a professional doctorate is 58 about 59,000 per year. So it's hefty, it's an investment. Um, like I said, if you're playing like a sport, if you're involved in different things, there are, are other costs involved, so your education can be very. Uh, a very big investment. The second con that I had was that it delays your real, real world application. Um, and so a couple of things, number one is your degree has a life, like a timeline, like it expires basically, like it's only really relevant for a couple years. Like, and especially with things like fast moving, like one of my degrees is in marketing not relevant by the time I graduated, like at all, because we had moved so quickly onto the online space. And even in the online space, like the, the rate of change happens so quickly that a degree by the time they're printing the textbooks, it's like, nobody cares. So from a theoretical perspective, yes, a theory could still stand, but from a practical application, not so much, um, also, I will say this is a personal um, anecdote here, but I believe, and I don't think I'm the only one, I have colleagues that also believe this, but there is a research bias. So I experienced this when I was doing my PhD where, um, you know, professors who are in a specific area will try to shape your research into something that fits them more because it just makes more sense for them, which is fine, but it's kind of not a vibe for us when we're trying to, um, you know, get research across. And then the other thing is that um, if there's no, like it, it, it has a lot to do with funding as in, is this a hot topic? Do people, you know, do we have people that want to pay for this research And um, you might have a really great topic, but nobody in your university is like that interested in it. And so it just kind of gets pushed to the side, which is kind of what happened with mine. With emotional intelligence, it was... It was not like as cool as it is now, and so I had some challenges um, with that. The other thing is, and this has been always been a big criticism of higher education, is that the professors don't necessarily have industry experience, which is wild because. So I remember when I was still doing my undergrad, the university that I was studying at um, decided because they wanted to increase their their research, I mean, so their uh, ranking in the university like international ranks, which is important. So these are the politics coming in. They wanted all of their teachers to have a doctorate degree or be studying for a doctorate. So they won't hire you unless you're going to be a professor or you're, you're, you're getting your PhD. Well, there was some great teachers. There was an economics teacher who explained things really well. She was very loved by her students, but she was let go because she didn't have a doctorate and wasn't working towards a doctorate. So this is where like the politics and the rankings and All of that just kind of gets a bit in the way of the learning. This is just my very biased perspective. Um, And so that was always a criticism. And so when I went to teach in a university, um, one of the things that my students asked me was like, do you work? They wanted to know that I actually did something outside of teaching. Like they didn't like, students didn't rate the fact that they had a professor who did their master's, did their PhD, went into um, the university and has been teaching for the last 20 years and really outside of, you know, some consulting here and there, didn't really have a world life, like industry experience. Um, and so I think that that is... That's a definitely a con, I believe, from my perspective. Um, is where where universities are trying to up in ranking and prestige, um, and have that research underpinning. Um, sometimes it sacrifices on the teaching. Now that's just one experience from one university. It could be so different in another university. So take that with a grain of salt. So, I guess in conclusion when it comes to like, is university worth it for you or for your children? Um, you know, I think it really depends on one, the career that they want to go into or you want to go into. So if they want to become a doctor, they don't really have a choice. As of right now, you need to go get a medical degree. So but if they don't want to have a specific professional career that requires a degree, then it comes down to other things like do they want to build the, the networks? Do they really love learning? Like My mom did a degree in like Greek anthropology or something crazy like that um, at the university at UBC in British Columbia for fun because she loved to learn like me. So I love to learn, you know, if I didn't have kids, I'd probably be studying something else. And so, uh, it really depends on like the, the individual. Some people are like not wired to do that. Now, if my children said to me, I don't think Aaliyah will be like this. I think Aaliyah will like studying. She is, I think she is quite academic, but like, let's say like Luca was like, Hey mom, I'm like way more into my sports. This is not a vibe for me. Like I just, I'm not interested. Like I wouldn't, um, I definitely wouldn't push him in to going to university for like nothing. Like I feel like he might resent me if I pushed him into university and he didn't really get anything out of it, um, so I think it really comes down to what career you want to get into. Um, you know, and also, I, it's kind of what one of the pros that I said, but it does help open doors in that. <clears throat> even if you want to have your own consulting business in the future, let's say it's not a bad idea to go consult first for a big company. So you know, one of the big companies. And for you to get a job there, you have to have a degree. So sometimes it's like the thing that gets your foot in the door and then you can go. So I have friends who, you know, worked at KPMG or um, different, different companies. And then eventually they start their own consultancy, but they really built their skills at that big firm. And the only way they would have gotten into that big firm is through um, having a degree because they that's how they do their selection process. They take the top students from the different universities and, you know, they put you through a grueling interview process and jumping through hoops. And then if you make it, awesome. So I think it really depends on yeah what specific career you want to go into also their personality type and like are they the person that would enjoy studying and just really following that like this is where I think your self-awareness is so important to be like What is it that I really want? Not do I want to look smart, not do I want to look cool and be an entrepreneur because everybody says entrepreneurship is cool. Like it's cool right now, but like, is that the lifestyle that you want? I personally think there are a lot of people in entrepreneurship right now Who have no business being in entrepreneurship, not because they suck, but because they don't actually enjoy it. And I actually think they'd be much happier in a regular job, but they've been told that it's, it sucks. And I think it only sucks if you are entrepreneurially like spirited. So remember, it's always about tapping back into you, asking yourself, what do I really want? What are my values? What do I truly want to achieve? And then you can make an empowered decision from there. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today. If you love this episode, please share it with someone. And if you're a longtime listener, it would mean the absolute world to me if you would rate and review this show on iTunes. I love you so much and I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. And remember, it's not only possible to have it all, it is your birthright.